Welcome back to Devore Harkins Live podcast episode number 145. We have returned. I've had a week off because we've moved into a new home, a home that we absolutely love, that we've asked for. And uh, if anybody who's watching right now, if you have moved, then you know how chaotic it can get. But we're finally back. And I'm so grateful to be here with you. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about three things you must let go of that are no longer serving you. How can we ever move into the future if we don't let go? How can that happen? We can't move into the future if we're holding on to things, right? That's the crazy part about life. So we're going to get into that. What are those three things exactly? Also, if you're new here and you don't know what this podcast is all about, it's about helping you get what you want out of life. It's about helping you achieve mental freedom. You wake up in the morning and you know why you're waking up. You know what you're doing with your life. You feel like you're in control of yourself. You're living a, a, a fulfilled life. That, that's what we're doing here. This is what this is all about. It's not about more knowledge, by the way. I always say that. There's more than enough knowledge on social media to go around. There's thousands of books, thousands of people talking about this. But what makes this so different is I'm not giving you more knowledge. I want you to take action on this. I want you to implement this. I want you to listen to today's show with the mindset of how can I apply what Devori Darkens is talking about today? That's what I want you to do. And if you can do that, I guarantee this is going to be different than other stuff that you're listening to. Now, if you're going to live a life where you can let go of things and move into the future towards what you want, you're going to have to start living your purpose in life, which is why I created the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's a one-page cheat sheet. It helps you discover your life purpose. It comes with a free video training. You can go to the link in my bio and download that right now. For people out there that you're looking for accountability, you're looking for mentorship, you want someone to support you through this process, through the journey that you're going through right now. Maybe you're fed up with trying to do it all yourself. Maybe you haven't gotten anywhere, but you've been working hard. You've read all the books. You've listened to all the podcast episodes, but you're still not where you want to be. I also invite you to schedule a life audit call. You can do that by going to the link in my bio. What are the three things you must let go of that are no longer serving you? Well, we got to always start with one of the biggest influences in our life, people. People. You got to let go of people. That's number one. Number two, you got to let go of the past. The past mistakes. The past situations, the past experiences, you got to let go of that stuff. You really do. And number three, the future. People, your past, your future. That's what you got to do. And I'm going to explain every single one of those so it resonates with you and it makes total sense. Um, listen, when I was 18 years old, I thought I had a best friend. You know how when you go to high school, you know, you have someone you hang around often, whether that's a couple of people, a group or one person. I was only hanging around one person. And I thought this guy was my best friend because 
um, when my mother passed away from breast cancer, uh, I was living on his couch. His mom let me stay there. But what's interesting is he was the opposite of me. I grew up where I wasn't allowed to talk back. I wasn't allowed to challenge my parents uh, or my mother. I wasn't allowed to be late or stay out or go over to someone's house. You know, I really lived a very strict childhood. This guy, on the other hand, did not. So when I was living there, it was already something that was, I would say, a little uncomfortable because the way he treated his mom was disgusting, to say the least. And um, I remember one night we were, um, well, I was at my house and then he called me and said, hey, can you come pick me up? I, I need a ride to go get my stuff. And during this time, I already known, I was like, I got to stop hanging around people because this is going nowhere. I'm wasting my time with people. I really am. This is when I was 18. I'm wasting my time. It's not fun. People are doing nothing. Like when you get out of high school and you're still going to parties, I mean, that means you have nothing going on with your life. Well, that was me. So anyways, I go pick him up and he, he takes me to this apartment where I guess his clothes are at that he left in someone's trunk. The person he left the clothes in, that it was her apartment. But the people that were there were people that did not like him. I guess they were having some type of beef or whatever you would call it. Well, anyways, um, they come out of the apartment out of nowhere and they jump me and beat me up. And this guy who is supposed to be my best friend is just standing there watching the entire time. Now, what happened was I put myself in a position where I was surrounded by cowards. My so-called best friend was a coward for just standing there. And the guy who beat me up was a coward instead of fighting the person he actually had a problem with. Now, that was one of uh, many lessons where I started to learn that you got to let go of people. Just because they have the title of best friend doesn't mean they've been behaving that way. Just because it you don't want to be lonely, that doesn't mean you should be hanging around people who are going to impact your happiness. And we do things like that. We, we make excuses for people that we know we shouldn't be spending time with. We make excuses for them. And when we make excuses for them, what we're really doing is making excuses for ourselves. When we're not living up to the standard that we've set in ourselves for our lives. You got to let go of people. You see, the writing's on the wall. You know if you have someone in your life that absolutely supports you, and you know when you don't. It's very obvious. It's really obvious. And the point is this, is if you know and your intuition has told you that this person is not someone that you should be spending time with, why are you continuing to spend time with that person? Well, you don't understand, Avori. We have history. I'm going to get to number two, which is letting go of the past. What does that have to do with moving forward? I'm of the mindset that I don't care who you are. If there's no value that you provide in my life, if you're not providing any type of value, if we're not on the same frequency, if we're not 
thinking big and going somewhere, I don't really want you to be a part of my life. I just don't see what the purpose would be. What would be the purpose of having people like that in your life? All that's really going to do is put yourself in positions you don't want to be in. That's exactly what will happen. That's exactly what will happen. We have those people in our life that we know we shouldn't hang out with them, but we do it anyway. And every time we do it, we leave thinking, man, I got to stop doing that. Can't do that again. And you say it, you think about it, you feel bad, but then you go back to doing it again. <laughs> you got to let it go. Now, what's the pushback? And I hear this often. Well, Devori, I don't have any friends. If I stop hanging around this person, um, I'm going to be lonely. Will you? Will you really be lonely? Or will you finally make time and space for people who deserve to be in your life? How can you have the right people in your life if you keep giving your energy and your time to the wrong people? Right? You can't give your energy to two people at one time. That doesn't work. You can't give your time to two people at the same time. It's either you're talking to someone right now or you're not. So you're either allowing these wrong people, these people that you know they don't serve you, you know they're not providing an increase in your life. If they're taking up your schedule and your calendar, that means you're not making space for the people you do want. This is how the universe works. If you were to go right now and empty out your closet and sell all of your clothes within the next 30 to 60 days, that closet will be filled again. Why? Because that's the purpose of a closet. It must have something in it. So when you remove those negative friends out of your life, you make space for the positive ones. In fact, this is exactly what positive people do. They have zero tolerance for people that don't provide increase, that are disrespectful with their time, that are not going anywhere in life. They don't spend time with people like that. They, they just don't. They don't care who it is. Now, you may have family, which is another probably a pushback from some of you guys as well. Devorah, some of these people you're referring to, that, that's my uncle, that's my mom, that's my sister, that's my brother. And I am not the one to tell you to cut them off and never talk to them again. I'm the person to tell you that how much time and energy are you really giving them? Do you really have to give as much time and energy as you've been given or that you've been giving them? Do you really have to? I'm sure the answer is you don't. Well, you know, it's tradition. We always hang out on Thanksgiving. We always. But again, is that serving you? Is it serving you or is it hurting you? Just because that's the way you guys have always done it doesn't mean that's the way it always has to be. What did Churchill tell us? Winston Churchill, what did he say? To improve is to change. To perfect is to change often. So just because you've been doing something a certain way for a very long time, in fact, I think that's ridiculous. If you're not changing, if you're not growing as an individual, that means you're going in the opposite direction in your life. Like if you've been doing the same thing you've been doing for five years now, that means you haven't changed. 
That includes your friends. That includes your family. That includes your relationships. If you're not changing them and proving them, then what are you really doing? Right? It's not serving you. And the great part about it is it's not my opinion. I'm sure you can prove this to yourself. Because you know when you go around certain people, it feels different. Whether that's your friends, your family, whatever it is, you know whether it's a great thing or something that's not so great. And I know, well, Devore, I mean, these, this is my family, you know, I just, we were always together, you know, we, we do everything together. And yeah, but at the detriment of what? What's the purpose of us being together if it's always going to be a problem? What's the purpose of us always hanging out if someone has something to complain about and cause a fight? What's the purpose of me giving you my time if you're just going to use it to complain? That makes no sense. So are you just going to do everything your family tells you to do? Or are you going to take control of yourself? And I'm not telling you that's an easy thing to do. Because family, they could be the worst. They could be the one that judged you the most, criticized you the most. Right? And that's why I'm a firm believer of stop putting yourself in positions you don't want to be in. You know certain people in your family you don't want to be around. Don't be around them. Don't put yourself in that position. Don't go to that event. Don't do that. Why? Because that's what you would be doing if you were living the life you wanted. You would only give your attention and your time to things that you know that makes you happy and that serves you. And again, for some of you guys, this is brand new. To just say, hey, you know what? Um, this Thanksgiving, I won't be there. I'm going with my own family. We're going to take a trip, but we're going to go do our own thing. And what happens? We get judged for that. Oh, okay, so you think you're better than um, our family. Okay, so you think you're better than me. No, I, I don't think I'm better than anybody. What I think I'm doing is uh, doing the things that I deserve to do. What I think I'm doing is respecting myself enough to know when to come around and when not. That's the mindset here. Think about it. You don't want to show up to your friend's house or to an event with your family and it becomes something that's drama. No one wants that. But we tolerate it. Why? We allow it. Why? Because we don't respect ourselves enough to let it go. That negative friend that you have that just seems to complain some of you guys have that friend. You know who I'm talking about. You know who I'm talking about. It's a reflection of you. You're allowing it to happen. You really are. I was sitting down. Uh, I had a business meeting a few days ago. And um, it's to uh, become a part owner in a solar company. And these individuals, they're great. I love them. Anyways, we were talking about people and how sometimes 
it can feel like success is lonely, right? Because there's not a lot of people that think the way that you do, especially when it comes to family. I'm of the firm belief that there's there's always one person in every family that thinks differently. Everybody else thinks the same, but there's always one person questioning what everybody's doing in the family. There's always that one black sheep. There's always that one person who's thinking big, like, can't we do it this way? Anyways, I told him, I said, listen, I have such a high standard for myself that I just don't tolerate people who don't have the same standard. Like, I just don't have time for that. Like, what's the purpose of having all these acquaintances and all these friends if they're not going anywhere? How, how is that going to help me? That's not going to motivate me. In fact, that will just frustrate me. That will cause me to look at them. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to spend time judging people. I don't want to spend any time criticizing people. I don't want to spend any time around people like that. So what do I do? I focus on myself. And I focus on the opportunities that are in front of me where there are people who think like I do and surrounding myself with them. And again, those people don't come into your life if your life is filled with people you don't want to be around. Okay, we really have to understand that. Okay, so let's go ahead and mute you. And this is why you have to let go of people, guys, because you're always going to have people that they just have their comments. They have those complaints. You don't have to tolerate that. You don't have to accept that. You can let that go. Well, how do you let, how do you let it go, Devore? Well, you just accept it for what it is. It is what it is. You can't control people. You can only control yourself. So you got to let it go. It is what it is. You can't change it. You can't change those people. Now, if they want to change, they'll change. And if they start to change, then you'll feel like it's the right time to be around. The universe knows what it's doing. That's why you should never feel guilty when you outgrow your friendship, your, your, your relationships. If you are working on yourself and you're developing yourself and every single day you're getting up and you're doing the things that we talk about on this podcast, there's, and I'm going to tell you right now, straight up, you will outgrow some of your relationships. It's just going to happen because they're not doing the work that you're doing. And when I say work, I'm talking about spiritually. I'm talking about emotionally. When you do that type of work, you will outgrow the people around you. There's just no way around it. So you have to be prepared for that. Letting go of the old version of you means letting go of some of the people you've been giving your energy to, because that's a different life, different mindset, different standards. That's the only reason why you put up with people like that is because your standard was low. Well, now that you have this new standard that's higher because you want to live a different quality of life, you got to let it go so you can make space for the life you do want. That's what we're talking about. So what's the second thing you got to let go of? The second thing you got to let go of is, is your past. Those mistakes that you may have made. You got to let that go. The mistakes that have been made against you, you got to let that go. 
And I really want to spend some time on this because this is, I find to be the downfall of everyone is when you're too hard on yourself, it backfires. When you're too hard on yourself, you become a liability emotionally. That's what happens to you. You're too busy beating yourself up for something that happened in the past that you can no longer change. That really is a lesson and an opportunity that will help you move into the future, but you don't see it that way. So what happens? It keeps you stuck. It repeats the lesson over and over and over again. So the same thing keeps happening. That's why we have to let go of our past. See, letting go mean, means what? We accept it for what it is. We know we can't change it. Number two, we look for the good in it. And number three, we let God take care of the rest. We forget about it. That's what I'm talking about. How does beating yourself up really serve you? How does that really help you get to where you want to go? Right? How does that help you? It doesn't. And you're, and you're like, I know this, Devori. Yeah, but are you doing it? Are you doing it? Is it painful? Probably. <coughs> Excuse me. Probably. Is that pain necessary? Absolutely. You see, there's a law in this universe called the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything, and one can't exist without the other. Sadness cannot exist if there was no happiness. I want you to understand something. Sadness cannot exist if there was no happiness. They both have to exist at the same time. So when you are going through a painful experience, you have to understand, on the other side of that is happiness. It must happen. And it's not going to be permanent. Do I feel any pain that my mother has passed away? No. That was a long time ago. That was 2005 when I was in high school. Do I find myself missing her? Not really. Just to be very transparent, I really don't miss my mother because I walk around with the belief that she speaks to me when I need to hear her. Past relationships I've had with um, or that were intimate. I don't miss these individuals. I've let the past go. I let the bed, the dead bury the dead. You see, we've never, we haven't been taught how to let go, which is why it's such a challenge for us. And for some of you, it's a new lesson, something you've never done before. So give yourself some grace. Be patient with yourself during this process. But hold yourself accountable. Stop talking about your old story. Stop dwelling in the past. Stop focusing on what somebody did to you. But what does that have to do with you moving forward? Why are you allowing that to control your future? Because that's what's happening. My parents were drug addicts. It is what it is. I can't change that. What's good about that? I won't do what they did. I'll be the parents they never were. And God can take care of the rest. Whatever they did, 
whatever sins that they uh, had and mistakes they've made, you know, God will take care of them. That doesn't mean they'll be punished. It just means whatever they got going on in their life, that has nothing to do with me. And the reason why this must be done is because how can I focus on being the best version of myself today if my mind and my emotions are in the past? It can, you can't be in two places at one time. You're either here in the present moment or you're in the past or you're in your future. You got to be present. If you're really going to open yourself up to what you want to receive from the universe, you've got to be present. You got to stop looking in the past. It's really that simple. But it's a challenge because, again, when's the last time someone taught you how to let go? I would say not, not often, right? <laughs> not very often. The past, the, why do we call it the past? It's for a reason. We got to let it go. We got to forget about it. So, again, what are the three things you must let go of that are no longer serving you? Number one is people. We're talking about your friends. We're talking about your colleagues. We're talking about your family members. Stop allowing people to take up your energy and the time on your calendar because when you do that, you're not making space for the people you desire to be in your life. The second thing is you got to let go of your past. How do you expect to live today and really have the right attitude towards your life if you're caught up in the past? It ain't going to happen. How do you expect to tra attract what you desire if you're still living in the past, you'll just keep attracting the same thing over and over and over again because you keep thinking about the past. This is why I said you got to forgive yourself. You got to let the past go. Stop looking at your past and judging yourself and being too critical. Oh, why did I waste my time doing this? Nothing really is a waste of time. It really isn't. Was it a waste of time for me to be around my best friend at the time that resulted in me getting jumped and him just standing there and watching? Was that a waste of time? In that moment, the answer is definitely yes. But now when I look back, I say no, because that taught me the lesson I needed to learn. Stop hanging around people like that. Go do something with your life. You see, nothing really is a waste of time. There's always lessons involved. The problem is, is we've never been taught how to deal with failure. We were never taught how to deal with mistakes. And because we were never taught that way, we, re we react with ignorance, meaning we don't understand what's really going on. We don't understand how to deal with these situations. So we do what? We conclude negativity instead of concluding positivity. How do you deal with the mistakes in your past? You accept them for what they are. It is what it is. You can't change it. Number two, you look for what's good in it. There's an opportunity. There's a lesson there. But if you're not looking at it from that perspective, you're not going to see it. And number three, we forget it. We give it over to God. We give it over to the universe and we walk away from it. That's what we should be doing. Those past mistakes are lessons. How do you understand the things that you do today if you didn't make a mistake? The mistakes are lessons. They're not, oh, you are a failure. 
you're broken. There's something wrong with you. No, that's not what's, that's ridiculous. Everyone is going to make a mistake because life has limitless lessons. You'll be learning for the rest of your life. And if you don't learn, you'll be learning the same thing over and over and over until you finally realize it. So that's why you have to let go of your past mistakes. You've got to let go of the past entirely if you plan on learning from them and moving on with your life. That's what we're talking about here. Let's see here. Those who are afraid to let go will never get what awaits them. Exactly. And you know why that is? When you're afraid to let go, that means you're in a low vibration. You're not on the frequency of what you want. What does that mean exactly? Well, everything in this universe is energy. So let's say, for example, you want to be you want to experience a better relationship with your money. Well, you got to be on the same frequency as money. If you're complaining about money and living in the past when it comes to money, that means you're on a low frequency. That means you're not on the same frequency as money. Money goes where it's welcome. Money does not go to people who don't appreciate it and are not grateful of it. If you have a negative attitude and energy around money, it doesn't, you're not going to attract it. It doesn't match. That's why when people said money is the root of all evil, it's really, it's a misinterpreted statement. See, people's money beliefs are the, are the root of all evil. Like if you believe in a negative way of using money to manipulate people, if you believe that money is all bad, then you're never going to get any money in your life. That's what I meant by frequency. So think about that. Think about it. Let's see here. The law of polarity, like feeling guilty for it, I decided to stop talking to my mom and sister. I've had nightmares since then a few times. Is that, is that the law of polarity, like feeling guilty for it? That's a great question. Um, I don't know the answer to that. But I do know this. Just because you're not talking to them right now doesn't mean you'll never talk to them again. You see, let's go back to number one, letting go of people. Sometimes you have to let go of people for them to go through what they need to go through for them to show up differently in your life in the future. I remember I had a client. Her name was Brenda. And uh, she had a son who was a meth addict. And their relationship was rocky at best. I mean, it was a 100% toxic relationship. Constant fighting. Constant blowups. Him constantly stealing and abusing them. And I told her, I said, listen, you just need to let him go. That doesn't mean you're going to forget about your son. It just means you're going to let go of who he is right now. He's a meth addict. He's not in control of himself. Let go of that image of him. Just let that go. And let God take care of him. And if you trust the power that we've all been given here, 
which is our ability to create this life that we're living, then he'll come back to you and he'll be different. And that's exactly what happened within a year is she stopped calling him. She stopped haggling him. She stopped thinking negatively about him. She let him go. She didn't forget about him. She let him go. And she focused on seeing him the way that he want, the way that she wants him to be. And excuse me. And she held that image in her imagination. And what happened? One day he comes home, different man, owns his own business today. We have to understand the power that we're dealing with here. We have to understand our place in this universe. People are thinking that they're victims and they have no power to create different circumstances. That's pure ignorance. Absolutely, we do. But you got to have the information and you got to execute it. So I do know that. I do know that you got to let them go for them to go through what they need to go through. And then they'll come back to you. And it may be different. And maybe they don't. Who knows? But see, that's not really your concern. What your concern should be is yourself. Especially if you have, let's say, for example, you're not very confident in yourself and you know the opinion of your mother triggers you every single time you talk to her. Stop talking to her. That's like, you know what people are doing? This is what they're doing. People are alcoholics and they hang out at the bar knowing they're trying to stop drinking, but they keep showing up at the bar. That's not going to work. Right. Even people who are finally on sobriety, they're not hanging out at the bar. They don't go down that street. So sometimes we got to let it go. Let the universe take over. And let things unfold as they should. So the third thing we got to let go of is our future. So many people are too focused on their future that they're not focused on where they where they are right now meaning they're not living in the present moment. Now, I want to be clear about something. When I say focusing on the future, I'm talking about letting go of this idea of what you want in the future and being so caught up in it that you allow it to discourage you on what you're doing today. So, you know, sometimes I'm having a conversation with people and they want a certain amount of money in the future and because they want that money so bad and they keep thinking about it, they keep thinking that they're not there. You see, you need to let go of your future as if it's already happened. I want to say that again. And you might want to write this down because I'm telling you this topic is there's a lot of misinformation around this. You need to let go of your future because it's already happened. That's how you should be walking around. You should be acting as if if you're acting as if. You've already let go. You've already de detached yourself because in your mind, it's already happened. Is that making sense? I'm sure you guys have heard you got to detach yourself. You got to let go. You got to stop being so focused and attached to the future and all this. Guys, if you start living as if it's already happened, but automatically you've already let it go because it's happened already. That's what I'm talking about. You need to bring your future into the present moment and act as if it's already happened. Now, is that going to be an easy thing to do? It all depends on what it is and where you're at emotionally. 
That's why I love doing gratitude because I feel it's the easiest way to accomplish that. So, for example, you may say, hey, I'm, I'm very grateful for my finances are great, you know, or I'm very grateful that um, in every aspect of my life, it's, it's abundant. I'm very grateful that I have strong relationships. I'm very grateful that I am living a very happy, or a happy life. Now, some of this stuff is in the future, but you bring it into the present moment as if it's already happened. You might want to replay that again. The problem is this. We're thinking of the future as if it hasn't happened, and that's what causes the anxiety. Because you're not even thinking about the future in the right way. You're thinking that it hasn't happened. And so you're looking at your watch and you're like, okay, well, when is it going to happen? Well, you're, you're finished at that point. You've already lost. Because when you start looking, that means you're not operating from a place of faith. That means you're not operating as if it's already happened. You have to understand, spiritually, everything already is. It's already here. There's, there's nothing to stop us. It exists already. That's what dreams and ideas are. They're spiritual seeds. Everybody has them. You think a thousand ideas a day. So it already exists. If you can see it in your mind, it already exists. Secondly, you got to get your intellect correct. That means you need to take that spiritual seed and you need to accept it as a fact in your mind. And physically, you don't see it yet. But physically, you don't allow that to control you because you understand that the physical world is a manifestation of spiritual and your mindset. Listen, if you guys are not catching on to what I'm saying, you're a spiritual being. You live in a physical body and you have an intellect, also known as your mindset. It's your mindset that allows you to express your spiritual self into your physical life. Why do you have the dreams that you have? Because spiritually, that's who you are. That's exactly what God wants you to do. But you're never going to get around to doing it if you don't align your mindset with your spiritual self. That's why meditation is a thing. That's why doing affirmations is a thing. That's why uh, listening to your intuition is so important. That's why developing your imagination is important. Why? Because these are the mental tools. These are the faculties that allow you to take the spiritual side of yourself and express that in your physical life. That's what happens. Some people, they naturally do this already. And others, they're not aware of it, but they're doing it. And it's something that you work at every single day. And it comes from studying. It comes from mentorship. It comes from accountability. It comes from holding yourself accountable. You see, when you start understanding who you are, you'll stop tolerating things. What did I say? There are three things you must let go of that are no longer serving you. Number one is people. If you know there's a certain life you want to live and you know that type of person would not be a part of that life, why are you hanging around them? It doesn't add up. You're contradicting what you're asking for. Number two, you got to let go of the past. If you're dwelling in your past mistakes, that means you're not focused on the present moment. That means you're not acting as if. 
And number three, stop looking into the future as if, oh, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. It's just too big. It's not realistic. You know, no, you need to let go of that. And you need to bring the future into the present moment emotionally, spiritually, in your mind. Now, how do we do that? We use gratitude. We become grateful for the things that we want. We visualize ourselves with it already. We act as if throughout our life every single day. So the way you wake up in the morning, the way you dress, how you carry yourself, how you speak, how you talk to other people, who you associate with should match the future life you want to live. Now, that is a challenging thing to do because some of these people are your family. Some of these people may be even your husband, your wife. Some of these people are your best friend. Some of it is a mistake that you made that you're so embarrassed by that you just can't let it go. I'm telling you right now, if you want to live the life that you want, letting go is not optional. It's not an option. It's a requirement. It's mandatory. You have to kill your old self off if you expect to become this new version of yourself. That's what you have to do. Again, spiritually, you're perfect. You're perfect. But you've got to get your mindset in alignment with that. Because it's the mindset that's controlling the behavior. So if your mindset is not coming from a spiritual place, the past is still going to control you. You're going to tolerate people disrespecting you and your time. And you're going to find yourself in the same position you've been in for the last five years. That's why you have an intuition, because you know this already. You've already had this thought, this feeling. I got to stop hanging around that person. You've already had that feeling. You've already had the feeling that, oh, I need to let this go. You've had that feeling already. But are you listening to it? Are you trusting your intuition? God's speaking to you. That's why we have an intuition. Intuition is spirit telling us exactly what to do. But are you listening to that? Are you trusting that? See, I don't have to tell you to do anything. You have an intuition already. Your intuition will tell you what to do. What you got to work on is trusting your intuition. You know for a fact that it's never wrong. You know that already. But just because you know doesn't mean you're going to do it. Right? Let's be honest. Just because you know doesn't mean you're going to do it. Why? Because it's not a habit. It's not a belief. It's not the way you grew up. It's not the way they taught you in church. It's not what they taught us in school or in your home. And so a lot of these topics that we discuss on this podcast, yes, they are simple. Yes, they are basic. Yes, you probably have heard it a thousand times. And you might be that person that is telling someone else to do the same thing. That still doesn't mean you do it for yourself. I told you this podcast is different. I can care less about what you know. What matters is what are you doing? You could buy all the freaking books in the world. That doesn't mean anything. You could be the smartest person in town and you could be getting mediocre results at best. You can have all the money in the world and be absolutely miserable. We're not talking about knowledge here, guys. We're talking about who are you being? Who are you showing up in your life as? 
are you being the person you truly want to be or are you still being the person from the past? It's your choice. It's not for me to tell you what to do. I'm just asking you questions that helps you think for yourself. If the people in your life are not serving you, why do you continue to hang around them? Well, you don't understand, Avori. They are my family. Okay, so where down the line did we all decide that family is more important than your own happiness? Where did we decide that? So basically what you're saying is you'd rather be miserable with your family for the rest of your life than to be happy and have a new family, better friends. And some of those family members will change and you'll probably spend time with them because you've changed. You see, family sometimes is, it's like a bad joke. You know, it sounds good in the beginning and then it ends terribly. And we do things with our family because that's the way we've always done them. So we think, oh, well, this is what we always do. So we got to keep doing it. And no one's ever sitting there wondering, why do we do this in the first place? Who decided this? Now, again, I'm not telling you to cut off your family. What I'm saying is to stop hanging around family members that are not serving you. Stop putting yourself in positions that you know you're going to get triggered and you're going to have a problem and you're going to develop this emotion called resentment. Don't do it. Stop going down that road. But again, you're the one that gets to choose what matters most to you. And here's the bottom line. Why is this a topic today anyway? Because you want something. There's a life that you really desire, but are you willing to pay the price for it? The outcomes that you want in your life, are you willing to pay the price for those outcomes? Because nothing happens for nothing. We have to give in order to receive. We've got to give our energy to something different if we want to receive something different. We've got to give our attention to something different if we want to receive something different. We've got to give our focus to something else if we want to change the way that we feel. So you got to pay a price. The price, if I can sum it up, is you acting as if you are the person you want to be in everything that you do. That includes your relationships, that includes your career, that includes your family, that includes your spiritual practice, that includes your health, includes everything. That's a price. And if you were the person you wanted to be today, if you acted like that person today, would you tolerate what people are doing to you in your life? You wouldn't. Would you give as much time as you've been given to certain people? You wouldn't. And again, I'm not saying that you'll never talk to these people again. What I am saying is you need to focus on yourself. You really do. You got to let go of this idea that you owe something to them. Listen, this is the other thing. And I'm going down a rabbit hole here because I hear this all the time. Well, I feel guilty. 
Why? Again, where down the road did we tell people that if you don't hang around your parents, you should feel guilty. There's something wrong with you. That you owe your parents something for the rest of your life. You don't owe your parents anything. You didn't decide to come into this world. They decided to bring you into this world. Where did we get off ever thinking that we owe our parents something? That's, I think that's the most ludicrous thought ever. Why? Because that means you're living from a place of guilt. That means you are in debt emotionally when it comes to them. That means they control you. That means they control your happiness. What's interesting, it's not like you decided, they decided. I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Letting go of the past, it's mandatory. If you're sitting around thinking about the past mistakes you've made, that means you're not thinking about the opportunities that are in front of you. If you're thinking about everything you've done wrong, that means you're not thinking about what you've done right. If you're too busy trying to fight yourself because you did this in the past and you feel guilty of it, you're not opening yourself up to better things. You're closed-minded. You're stuck in the past. You can't move forward. Accept it for what it is. You can't change it. Look for the good in that situation and move on. Just let it go. And as far as the future goes, guys, you don't have to be concerned about that. What you need to be focused on is acting as if it's already happened today. Being grateful for it today. Walking around and conducting yourself as if that's going to happen. That it's a fact in your life. And the future will take care of itself. And how is it going to happen? You don't need to know that either. You don't need to know how everything is going to happen. I find that to be one of the major causes of anxiety. Is trying to figure out how it's all going to happen, when it's going to happen. That's none of your concern. The only thing you care about are the outcomes. Am I getting the outcomes? Am I manifesting what I desire? Am I getting to where I want to go? Am I making progress? Am I growing? That's all you care about. You don't care how it gets done as long as it gets done. And you're not the best at figuring out how to get it done. That's God's job. God knows the best thing to do. He knows when to put people in each other's lives. He knows when that opportunity to, should show up in your life because he knows when you're ready for it. He's not going to give you anything you're not ready for. That's the other thing. People want all this stuff, but they're not ready for it. They're not, they're not willing to pay the price for that. You want to live a happy life, but you're not willing to walk away. You want better relationships, but you're not willing to walk away from the relationships that are not great. You want a better life, but you keep living in the past. It doesn't add up. You can't be in two places at one time. That's the point here, guys. That's the point. So what are the three things you must let go of that are no longer serving you? Number one is people. Number two is your past. And number three is the future. You start letting go of these things and you're going to find yourself being very calm, being very relaxed, 
living a life where you are in control of yourself, you're going to experience more mental freedom. And guess what? That means you're going to attract what you desire. You want better relationships? This is how you do it. You want a higher quality of life? This is how you do it. You want more success? This is how you do it. You don't become successful by holding on to things. You become successful by letting go of things. Think about that. All right. Let's see what questions we have today. Let's see here. What questions do we have today? Excuse me. All right, there we go. My uh, phone was tripping out for some reason. All right. I know I addressed a few questions as I was going along, but I'm going to circle back here. Why does, I'm going to skip that question. I'm not, I'm not sure that's relevant. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, Real, Realtor Anthony 72 says it just hurts. Well, why does it hurt? What are you believing in? Sometimes there's certain situations where we're causing the pain ourselves. It's not really a painful situation. We're making it out to be that way. If you could have any mentor, who would it be? This is from Jarhead, the spiritual. Um, it would definitely be Bob Proctor. I mean, he was my mentor, and I would love for him to come back. That'd be great. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, I answered that question. Let's see. Uh, nope, we're not talking about fake it till you make it, guys. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, Rachel Norris says, a lot of languages and you decided to speak with the truth. <laughs> Thank you. Let's see. Yep, it's toughest with family, for sure. Let's see. Uh, okay, letting go of someone I love is where I get lost or I stop. Well, here's the other thing. Do you really love the person or do you just love the idea of that person? 
you should ask yourself that question. Is it really the person or is it the idea what you wanted them to be? See, sometimes people fall in love with what the idea of what they want, that person, but that's not who that person is. Okay, let's see here. We are conditioned. That's correct. Jennifer says, haha, bad joke. Yes, sometimes I laugh like this. Can't be real. Uh, I struggled with family for many years, stopped going around for about five to six years, and now things are so much better. I only go around when I want to, and we have a healthier relationship. Exactly. Sure, is she a good person but doesn't think I can change? Yeah, well, you know, yeah, what do you think exactly? My intuition tells me that this is correct. I'm just scared and trying to do it anyway. Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, exactly. Listen, you guys have to understand something. When I'm on this podcast, I don't know what your situation is. You may leave a couple of comments here and there, but that really doesn't tell the full story. You know what's interesting, guys? I find this to be a common thing with people. We know we should ask for help, but we don't. Because we know what that means. That means we will change. And what happens? People resist being changed. We don't like when we have to change. So, don't try to do this yourself. You're only asking for things to repeat because you're in it. You can't see what another person is seeing. You know, that's like any business owner who wears too many hats. They can never see what's really going on in their business because they're so caught up. Reaching out and asking for help is one of the most powerful things a person can do. It really shows that you're ready to receive the things that you desire. Now, I'm very grateful for people who do listen to this podcast because I also understand that there's people listening that, you know, they never comment and some of them never really reach out. But the bottom line is this. If you've been listening to this podcast and you find yourself still doing the same thing you've been doing and it hasn't changed, then chances are you need accountability. You don't know what you don't know. I feel like just wanting someone to be something different is unrealistic because we don't have control of that. Exactly, Jennifer. Exactly. Why do we believe that we can we can control people? We can't control people. We can only control ourselves.
Uh, sometimes families are dysfunctional and they expect you to just accept it. They think that I'm bougie. Yeah, it doesn't matter what they think. It really doesn't. You see, that's why we don't have to spend time explaining ourselves to anybody. And we don't expect anybody to explain themselves to us either. If that's the lifestyle people want to live, you don't have to explain to me why you're living that way. That's on you. I choose to live the way I want to live. That's on me. It's got nothing to do with you. And that's what I'm saying is um, a lot of times we allow family to dictate the life that we live and we shouldn't. Again, just because they're your family members, that doesn't mean you owe them something. That doesn't mean they get a pass on disrespecting you. The moral of the story is, is we got to stop caring so much about what other people think. And we need to focus on ourselves. Whenever I think negative thoughts, I think them in my mom's voice. She means well, but program limiting thoughts in me. Yeah, well, you got to stop giving that attention. That would be my response to that. Uh, is stop giving that attention. We're going to wrap up here, but I'm going to leave you guys with this. How can the universe give you what you want if you don't ask for it? If you don't ask for help, if you don't put yourself in a position to receive it. Think about that. I just think it's so interesting. And listen, I'm guilty at this at times too. We, there are people that show up in your life because they are the people you should be having a relationship with so you can get to where you want to go in life. God has sent them, responded to your image in your mind of what you want. But if you're not open-minded, you're going to look right past that person, right past the opportunity, and you're going to be in the same place again. You see, we think the worst of ourselves. We think the worst of situations. We think the worst of what can happen to us. Instead of just focusing on what we really want, that's the most important thing. And if you're focusing on what you want, when it comes to making a decision to reach out for help or make a decision to let go of that relationship or whatever, it's a simple decision. Because in your mind, you're like, this is going to help me get to where I want to go. So I'm going to do it. We're talking about the freedom of being in control of yourself. What are you doing today to help you do that exactly? What are you going to do today based on what we spoke about? I think these are powerful questions. Last comment. Uh, this topic was meant for me today. Me and my son relationship is torn, but I don't feel guilty now. Feeling guilty isn't going to solve the problem. 
You got to forgive yourself. You got to forgive him. You got to let it go and forget about it and allow uh, the universe to take over and things will be fixed. All right. We're going to address some comments I'm getting on YouTube and Facebook. Hello, uh, Nisi writes, good morning. Uh, thank you for the reminders, Devore. Many of us needed to hear it. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, my daily reprogramming show. I had a printer saving machines. Literally changing my life. You're like the light at the end of the tunnel from the daily negativity and gaslighting I get from my family I live with. Yeah. Understood. Love it. All right, guys. That is the show today. Love you. And we will see you uh tomorrow thank you for listening to the devoree darkens live podcast the purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money more freedom and a better life remember subscribe to the youtube channel and follow me on facebook tiktok and ig at devoree darkens love you and take care